Here we are. This is the Working 218 Podcast. I am your host, Craig Johnson. Thank you guys for listening. Joining me in my office today for a little introduction, let's get to know him, is actually my first ever guest. So uh, I couldn't figure anyone else to torture that was uh, more, not so much deserving, just more or less it's been history. So I got my little brother in here, Keith Johnson. Hi, Keith. Hello, fellow 218ers. Fellow 218ers. So, Keith, you've heard me talk about this podcast and what I want to accomplish with it, and hopefully we can share some stories, right? You kind of got the gist of what we're going to do here. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's that same old adage, you know, if everybody helps everybody, then everybody wins. That's what we want. Just a whole bunch of 218 winners. So, that's the deal. If you guys haven't listened to the podcast before. This is episode number two, so we can go ahead and forgive you for not listening. But I just want to let you know that my mission here is simple. Working 218 is out to connect entrepreneurs through a collection of stories, learning what passions have landed or kept them here to live their dream of owning and operating their business here in northern Minnesota, hence the name Working 218. So Keith, I know that you started driving truck many, many years ago. I believe you started basically what I, I think we called it a pig truck. <laughs> I was like a flatbed truck with a big old cattle gate on it. Yeah, so. actually, I was 18 years old, uh, 24 years ago, for crying out loud. Dang. <laughs> We're getting older and we can start talking about things 20 years ago. Right. Uh, but yeah, 24 years ago, uh, I drove a, a one ton Ford pickup uh, with a flatbed on it and a 24 foot trailer behind that. I remember then you saying, man, this is easy. I can't believe people get paid for this, right? That's exactly it. And actually what hooked me to it was uh, at 18 years old, from 18 to 21 commercially, you cannot cross the state line. It's a federal law. And so from 18 to 21, I ran the state of Minnesota. And uh, every Wednesday was my run up to the northeast. And that was up the north shore up Highway 61. And that's where I started thinking that, oh my gosh, I get paid to drive this absolute beautiful drive, and I get paid to do this? It's crazy. And I've been hooked ever since. That's cool. And nothing better than that scenery. There's so many people, and, and you know people just like I do, they, they think they have to go to Mexico, and they have to go you know, to all these exotic places, but they've never been up the North Shore, right? Exactly. It's, it's one of the most beautiful places in the nation, really. It's so cool. So, that's how you got started. That's how you got hooked, was sitting behind a steering wheel. Not a whole lot of physical labor, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, so today I might have what they call a little bit of a weight problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just going to leave that one alone. So, <laughs> Regardless of how bad we pick on each other, we're still going to be at Thanksgiving together because that's a rule. So you, you worked. That was Pumpco, you said. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yep. After you left Pumpco, what was the next thing you did? The next thing was for Sonny Peterson Trucking out of Swanville, Minnesota. Uh, from the ages of 21 to 23, I ran regional, which is Minnesota and the surrounding states, and a little bit of Canada. Cool. So you actually got to cross the border. Yeah. Now, yeah. now not only are you crossing state lines, you are an international International trucker. truck driver. <laughs> so. So all kinds of new scenery there. At what point, so now, uh, you know, the title of this is KJT slash Kid Trucker. We're going to talk about KJT first. Um, so 
we're going to talk a little bit. I want to know what got you into deciding to start your own trucking company and kind of how long you've been doing it and what you've had to overcome because you've survived some financial difficult seasons, financially difficult seasons. Mm -hmm. um, so I want to hear some of that story and kind of find out what got you through it. So there was a lot of questions in there, so I'll break it down a little bit for you. Um, what, so what made you decide that you wanted to start your own trucking company, KJT? You know, before we go there, explain to us what KJT is. If I have a box of cushions that I want to ship to a customer that ordered three or four, is that the kind of thing you do? Is it like UPS or nope, what? No, we are full truckload. Uh, so the parcels, kind of the, the uh, FedEx or UPS, it's a completely different ballgame than, than what we do. If you've got a consistent shipment of a full truckload going from point A to point B, uh, or if we're out somewhere in the nation, because we do run nationwide, uh, and you just have a load in Miami that has to get to Seattle, that's what we do. We are long haul. So long haul trucking, and I, I, I know the answers to some of these questions because I see the truck sitting outside and you got the 53-foot trailer, and I know you have a couple of them. But, you know, for people that have not heard of KJT, how long has KJT been around? When did you start this? I've uh, been around just right on 10 years now, the, the years. KJT end of it, yes. It's kind of good you jumped ahead because uh, I think I asked you earlier today, how long can we do this podcast? I can talk about this for days. <laughs> this is so. true, people. <laughs> this is true. So it's kind of nice you jumped ahead a little bit, uh, but I've got to back it up just a touch. Being over the road, uh, it, it's a two-partner deal, yourself and your wife. And there's a lot, it's really hard on a family life. And it's not the driver man or woman, there's a ton of women out there driving. Um, it, it's not the driver that gets tired of the lifestyle, it's the spouse at home. And it really starts to create havoc and stress. Oh, sure, because I suppose the spouse is the one, you know, they, they see you at home doing laundry, flipping your luggage and hitting the road again or something yeah, like that. Yeah, and telling them the, the, the neat things you've seen, the good lifestyle you're having out there, then there's some jealousy going on and they, they don't understand uh, you try and look at the good parts of being on the road instead of the separation that you actually go through. Because you don't want to come home and, and be a, a whiny baby and say, oh, honey, I missed you so much. you got to toughen up a little bit. Well, and they don't, you know, they, I don't know. that. Do they want to hear the stories of when you had to change that wheel on the road because your tire came apart and your brakes locked Absolutely up? Absolutely not. Then, they, then they'll come back and they'll say, well, if you can't handle it, you should quit. <laughs> your wife's pretty tough. I know that. <laughs> So, Myrna's listening to this. Thanks for letting Keith be on the road. This has been 10 years that he's been trucking now in his own company. How long have you guys been married now? Uh, we've been married coming up on 11 or 12. I think 11 years now, yeah. Dang. That's, boy, it doesn't seem like it. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. That's, that's crazy. So, what made you decide you wanted to start driving for yourself? That was, I was driving with a gentleman uh, out, right out of Brainerd here. Um, and it, it was the billing cycle. And, and here's one of the things on the, the 218 that a lot of you guys are going to understand. The billing cycle of 30, 45, 60 days to let your invoices sit out there. Uh, that's what I was going through. The, the gentleman I was trucking for, uh, we'd haul a load from, from here to Kentucky. And then uh, I grab another one from Kentucky back to Minnesota. 
well, at that point in time, fuel was $3.85 a gallon. I'd have to pay for that fuel up front, filling the truck at $1,200 at a time. And I'd have to wait that 30, 45, 60 days to get paid for it. That ensued that, a lot of financial difficulties. So it's $1,200 bucks to fill a semi? When, when fuel was that expensive, yes, there were 300 gallons. But at least that lasted you the 60, 90 days, right? It took to get paid. <laughs> that was two, two days. <laughs> yeah, so, so on that note, there's huge expense. Um, and you, so from what I understand, you were an employee. And as an employee or as a driver. Contracted driver, yeah. Okay, so you're fronting, you're paying for your own fuel. Yes. Oh, my God. So now going from that, you're no longer an employee. So you're still fronting the fuel at this point, right? Yes. So then the question was, why do you want to do this on your own? Because now you're still paying for the fuel. <laughs> well, I'll keep paying for the fuel if we can do what's called factoring. And that's that's why I went on my own, that I could have the control to factor my invoices. And what factoring is, if I haul a load from here to Kentucky, for example, in Kentucky back, I turn in those invoices to my quote-unquote factoring company on a Thursday by Friday morning, the money's deposited into my account, you know, less a few percent. So this factoring company, then they take, you know, you turn in the invoice to me. Let's say I had you haul a semi load of wild ass across the country and you, you, you get the, I get the invoice, right? For that. And then I'm supposed to pay you, but I get a 30 day grace period to pay you. So yes. now you turn in that invoice to the factoring company. Yes, what I would do is I would haul your load of wild ass. I would turn my invoice into the factoring company. The factoring company then bills you. Okay, so then I pay my normal invoice to the factoring company. Yes. Now there's gotta be a fee for that, I'm sure, but it's... It's minimal, okay. it's, it's very minimal, yeah. So for a small fee, you get your money up for Yes. And as a driver for another company, you can't do that, right? <laughs> Not with that particular place I was with before. So getting paid rapidly is why you decided to get into your business Cash on your own. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, was that the only reason was fuel or? That was pretty much it. Cash flow. Um, and then, you know, why pay another company X amount of percent to find your freight for you? And I was getting pretty good at it myself. Okay. So finding freight. Now I've gotten to watch this. This is something that most people, I would assume, never get to see these. You call them load boards. Mm -hmm. How does that work? You're sitting at your desk in here. It doesn't look to me like you're doing anything. And I'm like, what are you doing? Watching the boards. Explain that to, <laughs> so, to, to the listener. So if you have a truck located in, in Albany, Georgia, for, you know, just for argument's sake, and that truck wants to go to Texas, Okay, so you look at the load board, you punch up uh, Albany, Georgia with a uh, radius around it, 100 mile radius, to Fort Worth, Texas with a 100 mile radius. And boom, up will pop load A, B, and C going D, E, and F. Huh. And they just kind of piece it together. But then you want to you know, jump ahead of the game and look and see what's actually in Fort Worth going where. So you know you're not getting out of the pan and into the fire at that point. That's, that's, it's very it's, cool to me. I've gotten to see it a little bit and it's neat because I've, I've had those loads and I'd like, Hey, do you got to, you know, what do you got? So 
That being said, you have a truck in Georgia that needs to go here. How many trucks do you have? What was your highest truck count? How many did I you have on the nine, road at one time? Nine myself. Nine trucks. Yep. That's just tractors, right? That's just the puller. Uh, tractors and trailers. At one point, I was up to, I think, 15 trailers. So nine tractors, 15 trailers. Yep, yep. So people that are struggling because they have too much stuff on the road, let's just say that. What, I mean, what would you, it, at one point, fuel, wasn't it like five bucks a gallon? It got up to four at one point. Four for diesel? Yep. So what did that do for the trucking industry? Uh, a little known fact, it was awesome. Because <laughs> <laughs> we got what's called a fuel surcharge. So we actually got paid a little bit of extra money to haul the load, uh, which means if you got good fuel mileage, it, it's, it gets mathematical. I get kind of be a nerd about trucking industry. I absolutely love it. And if you actually do the numbers, the more expensive fuel is, the more money you make. That's, that is what I would call keeping your eyes open for another opportunity <laughs> to make a few bucks, right? Yeah. Would that be safe yep. to say? Yeah. You know, well, for example, we can, like I said, I can talk about this stuff for days. On today's fuel prices, you can take a truck, for example, running at five miles to the gallon, and uh, the, the cost is X amount. If you get six miles to the gallon instead of five at today's fuel prices, it's $800 a month difference. That's insane. So just by adjusting your foot off of the floor and, and slowing down and, and driving the truck in a different manner, you can make $800 more. That's today. Now when fuel is $4 a gallon, you're looking at $1,300, $1,400 a month you can make by just slowing the truck down a little bit. I would bet that listeners to this podcast can all slow down a little bit and add a little <laughs> bit of money into their, their own pockets every month too, wouldn't you think? And it, it seems to be that with everything. You know, we, we grew up racing, and sometimes the slower you go is the faster you go. Uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. And not only with trucking, but with paperwork, with, with anything you do, slow down just a little bit. Slow down. And it'll go a lot smoother. So would that maybe be your piece of advice to somebody trying to get into business or start a business or grow a business? Number one, slow down. <laughs> so, and I, there's a lot of these drivers I've tried telling that. And uh, that's the, the part they get confused. At. Well, I'm driving slow. Well, it's, it's not that. Slow down your paperwork. Slow down. You know, when you get a load and you want to go from point A to point B, Take five minutes and, and route it out. You're going to save yourself two hours by route, routing it out correctly instead of missing a turn somewhere or going 40 miles out of your way because the roads, you know, look better going this way when in fact they're not. So then would you say planning would probably be a big but What is step the, the, two? Seven, <laughs> the seven P's? Proper prior planning prevents piss-poor performance. <laughs> there we go. And we can say piss-poor because it's a podcast. That's another podcast. <laughs> um, so that being said, now there is a surprising amount of product that leaves the 218 area code by truck, isn't there? There is. I don't think, I don't think everybody understands how much stuff comes out of not only the Brainerd area, but all over 218. It's crazy. It is. It is pretty insane on, on what comes in and out of here. It just died. Uh, uh, a little known fact, dog food. There is literally, I would say, five truckloads a day 
to come in and out of uh, the 218. Dog food? Dog food. Is that just one company of dog food or is um, that all? Well, let me rephrase it. There's some cat food in there as well. Uh, <laughs> but, but pet food, yes. It's it's different kinds of brands. It's a high quality. Um, is warehouse here in Brainerd. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And we sit right next to each other in adjoining offices all day. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of trucking industry out of the 218 area code. Um, would you advise somebody if they're interested in getting into trucking, would they be able to hit you up and say, hey, can I get just a piece of advice? Can I have Absolutely. five minutes of your time? Absolutely. Perfect. So we're going to get your contact information at the end of this thing. Mm-hmm. So KJT, now you haul, uh, I think you call them reefers. Is that uh, the trailer? Van trailers? Re- <laughs> refrigerated trailers, yes. And, and what we do is is not primarily reefer trailers. Uh, I use it more for the insulation. Our main haul uh, coming back into the Brainerd area is Coors. So anybody listening, if you drink a Coors product, you're welcome because I brought it here. <laughs> I was going to kind of end it on that. No, you got ahead of me. So the coolest part of KJT is you're responsible. Like the Coors company calls you, correct? The Coors company in, in how a lot of the shipping works, Coors, Budweiser, uh, 3M, all these major companies, they don't deal with shipping. They hire that out. Okay. So the people that are in charge of the Coors shipping of Minnesota, uh, my wife and I have befriended them pretty well. So you're responsible for Coors beer for all of northern Minnesota. Or your first dibs on it. I-94 North, yes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. (laughs) So that is KJT right here in Brainerd, Minnesota. You can thank them for all of your Coors consumption need filling (laughs) brought to you by Semi, right? That's right. (laughs) So like I said, that's what I wanted to end it on was you're the guy that gets all the Coors light. I frequently call you Snowman for those of you Smokey and the Bandit fans. Is there anything, so we'll wrap up the KJT part of this, that you would like to say? Um, Are you looking for loads? Are you trying to get companies to haul for you? Are you, you know, what's, what's the deal? Let's if you were to wrap up the current state of KJT. The current state of KJT, uh, which is actually leading into the, the next part of the conversation, uh, I am scaling down the operation quite a bit, kind of ready to move on to the next stage in life. Well, good for you. So if you guys currently have full trailer loads of stuff you need hauled out of the 218 area code, because we're going to leave them open to bring the beer back. Yeah, that's right. But uh, <laughs> So get... You know, give Keith a call. I'll get the, you know, pay attention to the end of this podcast. We will have his contact information on here for you guys to reach out to him. Um, That's our first half of this Working 218 episode, episode number two with Keith Johnson. We're going to take a break to pay some bills here for just a second. We'll be right back. Wild Ass Seats, Wild Ass Seat Cushions. Check them out at wild-ass.com. Anywhere you sit, you get those two painful pressure points. Let Wild Ass take those away. You will literally be sitting on a cushion of air as comfortable as can be on anything. I've used mine on my horse saddle, use it on the motorcycle all the time, traveling across country in the vehicle. I'm even sitting on one on my office chair. So anywhere you sit, Wild Ass can make that seat more comfortable. Check them out, wild-ass.com. You can follow them on Instagram, at The Real Wild Ass, or even on Facebook under Wild Ass Motorcycle Air Cushion. Not just a motorcycle seat, 
A wild ass seat is for anywhere you decide to sit. You've always heard the phrase, there's an ass for every seat. We like to say we have a seat for every ass. We're back. Welcome back. This is Working 218, episode two with Keith Johnson. We were talking a little bit about KJT, his trucking company that he founded and has kept going here in the 218 area code for the past decade. He's winding that down and moving on to something else called Kid Trucker. Keith, tell us what Kid Trucker is. Kid Trucker, it is a children's clothing line uh, for the kids that make the sacrifices of us parents that are out there on the road. That's really cool. So what what made you think of this? As, uh, as drivers, and I think we're all the same, uh, we're always looking for something to bring home, uh, something for the family to say, hey, I was thinking of you type thing. And I've actually been looking for this sort of stuff since I started driving over the road, and I have not found it anywhere. So when you started driving over the road 10 years ago, I happen to know both of your children were small, mm -hmm. younger. Yep. Um, so you could not find a youth or a kid's t-shirt, no. really, that was in a no. truck stop? I did find one at, uh, at one particular truck stop. There's one that I saw in the whole nation that had them. And was it the typical <clears throat> same old crap of, you know... Somebody drove through Texas that loves me, and it was just a random <laughs> shirt. A cartoony looking, really childish looking thing. Yeah. And <laughs> as, as drivers, I always wanted to bring home something that was cool, something that was awesome. And we came up with a, with a pretty cool logo, some good designs, and, and uh, here we go. So what you've done with Kid Trucker is over the last decade, you've been looking for something like this, and you've been unable to find it. So you decided that you're just going to start doing this on your own, right? Yeah, it, uh, more than the last decade since I started driving over the road you know, 20 some years ago. Oh, sure. Um, and uh, we've all done it as drivers. We'll be in, for example, Texas, and we will bring home a Snickers candy bar just because it's from Texas. Even though we can drive across the street and get the same candy bar, it's from Texas. So we bring it home because it's quote-unquote special. Right. So that's really cool. So basically, and for anybody listening, if you can't find something you're looking for, odds are there's other people looking for that too, mm -hmm. right? Oh, for sure. So what made you decide to, you know, jump out there and go for it with this? I just thought it would be really, really cool. And, and as a driver over the road, I know us men, you know, we, we try and hide our emotions, but it is an emotional separation from your kids, when you get the phone call of how the Christmas program went because you're gone on the road trucking, it gets very emotional. And how can you involve your children in the lifestyle that you've chosen to lead? So when you take the kids out on the road, mm -hmm. what kind of, I mean, what were, so what are truckers buying now? So here's a brand new product. It's mm -hmm. in one truck stop so far. Uh, yes. Okay. So that being said, if they don't stop by that one truck stop, what, what are, Parents buying their kids now. What are they bringing home? Just little trinkets from truck stops. And my middle one, uh, Chase, uh, when he was over the road with me, he'd pick up a little model car from the furthest state we were at. If we went to North Carolina that trip. In the truck stop, he'd just grab a toy car and say that is his memory from that trip from the furthest state we went. So they just pick anything. And, and that's what the kids are doing now. And now with Kid Trucker, we want to give them... Uh, just kind of a remembrance, something really cool that they did with their grandparents, mom, dad on the road, they can bring this home. That's that's really cool. I've seen some of your designs. You got some stuff that obviously is not released yet, being mm -hmm. a brand new company. Um, you're starting 
You're starting off literally from nothing. From absolutely right? nothing, which is another cool thing on this 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 podcast. And it's like you said in the introduction, uh, the next step. What is the next step? So I know a ton of stuff about driving the truck over the road. What is my next step on getting my new venture of Kid Trucker into the marketplace? That will be a fun one. So this is where the listeners of Working 218, uh, we want to get feedback from you guys. We want to help Keith grow his Kid Trucker t-shirt. Of course, I have my insights and opinions. I am no expert by no means. And, you know, I'm doing this podcast to help myself as much as to help everybody else. So the question is, what's the next step to do for Keith to get his uh, his Kid Trucker t-shirts out there and more famous, right? Mm-hmm. I think to figure out what that next step has to be, um, we should go all the way back to what they currently are. It's a kid's t-shirt only right now is your is your product line. There's right, right. one kid's t-shirt that's in one truck stop right. in South Dakota, right? <laughs> well, you got to start somewhere. <laughs> I, I totally agree. Um, so you got to start somewhere and how do we make this thing huge? How does the 218 help you make this thing huge? Um, let's break it down. What is that t-shirt you have? So I, I know this, but I'm trying to get the listeners to, to know and understand what you got with this one t-shirt because it's actually pretty cool. So explain what this one t-shirt is that you have in this one truck stop in <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> so the one t-shirt we have out there. Uh, it's a, a drawing that I hired an artist. Um, he drew up a picture. I told him what I wanted. And this this also took a long time to find somebody to get your vision and what you're talking about. So I found an artist that did that and uh, made a cool design of a cool truck that kids are going to think are cool. They're going to wear it to school and say, hey, my dad's a truck driver. You know, that's what yeah. I was looking for. And something that, that the driver can be out there saying, that's cool. That's what I want my kid to have. So the driver has to stop in this truck stop, mm-hmm. right? So you talked about Chase needing a car from farthest away state right, or whatever for his collection. That's his memorabilia. So if a truck driver stops into this one truck stop to get that t-shirt, does it say where they bought it? There's the second t-shirt design that is at, going to be at every truck stop at this point. It's at one. Uh, and it's got the location of that truck stop with the logo of the truck stop. Uh, kind of like, you know, an outline of the state with a star of whatever town sure. it is. Uh, for example, in, in Brainerd, uh, you do an outline of Minnesota, for example, at the Casey's store. We'll say that for an example. Uh, with a star where Brainerd is, and that's where that location is at. Is Casey's a truck stop? Uh, the one on the east side of town is. Okay, so if any of you listeners know somebody from Casey's in Northeast Brainerd. Um, is it Casey's and Pillager? Uh, Casey's, they did turn into a Casey's and Pillager. So there's a Casey's truck stop and Pillager on 210. Get them guys in touch with Keith because for Christ's sakes, let's put the local kids t-shirts in Casey's. And as we're talking so, about this, I'm writing this down. I'm going to Pillager. <laughs> <laughs> so there's another, you know, you mentioned earlier we were racers as kids and we learned that sometimes you need to do things like you need to slow down to go faster. Well, one of those lessons 
that we learn at the races is you need to dominate at home before you can travel. So if you just sucked at the local fair race and you were no good when you went to Staples, there was no point heading out to North Dakota to try to race and win. Mm -hmm. So let's get you in the local truck stops. <laughs> and if you're listening and you don't know anybody at Casey's, just stop in there and say, do you guys carry those kid trucker t-shirts? Let's create a demand <laughs> because they're cool. The longer I'm sitting here, the more happy I am I'm here. So I'm going to go meet a potential customer. So I'm, like I said, I'm not an expert, but a blind squirrel finds a nut once in a while. And any truck stops in the 218 area code, they better be carrying the kid trucker t-shirts. I mean, they're not expensive, are they? I mean, no, what's the... $20. So it's a $20 retail. Mm -hmm. So what's a truck stop buy them for? 10 bucks? 10 bucks. Yep. So... Good God, let them make 10 bucks. Let Keith make five. I don't know if you make, I don't think you can make them for five. We need to increase your price. So regardless, this isn't the shark tank. These listeners don't need all of the details, but let's get them available locally and, you know, it just, just get them out there. So then the next thing we need to do is we need to get all the truck stops in the 218 carrying these things. We need to try to figure out how to get the word out to the truckers that these things are available. And I know if you're a young kid, they always say Facebook is dead, but the the demographic of a truck driver is probably not 22 to 30 years old. No, actually the average is uh, 50 plus at this point. So they're all on Facebook now. So what's your Facebook address? Don't have one. I don't so have never one. mind. I know. Um, we need to make that happen. I know you've been bucking the system forever. I You're have old. It. Stop it. It's time to get this. I think I'm the going. only person around without a face. <laughs> um, so, other than Facebook, I know you got your website out there. Um, I'm a big believer in I've been building up my brand through guerrilla marketing. I haven't paid much to do it. Mm -hmm. um, now, I've had help and I've gotten advice. Um, gotten some really good advice so i just want to pass that along maybe get on to facebook i got some friends on facebook that are truck drivers um people you probably know hopefully they'll listen to this and uh they can get us in touch with i imagine there's trucking groups there's um there's there's got to be truckers sure, there groups is for facebook there is for sure i've heard of them but i just never seen them because i don't have so <laughs> this might be an issue um so and we got to do that. We got to get you on Facebook. We got to get people to know about Kid Trucker so they can ask for you by name. Mm -hmm. I agree. So you got a website. You're working on that. You got the. I think it's your same graphic designer is working on your website page. So that's looking pretty good. I remember seeing that. Um, and there's a few steps on there now. We're recording this podcast, so by the time this thing airs. Um, let's just give that as your deadline. Yep, it will be fully <laughs> functional at that point. Got to have the website up and running and able to collect money. And one thing that I have learned is it has to be an easy shift from I'm clicking on this T-shirt to buy it to clicking to pay for at it. At this point, the uh, website is very easy to use. It laid out very nicely. Yeah, I mean, it looks great. It looks great. So I've I've run into even with my own website where it gets to be you know, you click on what you want and then you got to click on this and then you got to click on that. And by the time you actually get a chance to pay for it, you're pissed off and clicked away. Right. right. So just keep that in mind when you're wrapping up your website, keep that easy. 
Um, we need advice from people. If you got marketing experience and you think you can help grow this thing, you want people to get a hold of you? That would be great. Uh, the phone number of 218-851-5095. And knowing that I don't have a Facebook, I am not exactly Mr. Technology. So any advice? <laughs> Let's keep it simple. So here's some advice. Get Facebook. That's right. <laughs> so, and it's funny because I am certainly not a techie guy. Mm -hmm. um, Facebook is the easiest thing to do as far as just to set up a page and have it and make people see it. And now, one thing that you've said lately and one of the things I was scared of with Facebook is the drama. I don't like drama. I don't like all that negative stuff. And that's why I've stayed away from it. And, and you've told me lately that it's it's not negative. There's a lot of really good things out there. Well, it is what you make of it. I mean, anybody that's on Facebook that says, I closed my Facebook account because there's too much drama, you're just an idiot. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you can go to the local cafe mm -hmm. and hear drama. Yeah. So are you just never going to go to the cafe again? No, you're probably going to sit somewhere else. Right. So with Facebook, if I have people on, on my Facebook page that – are constantly in drama and you know that same shit that I don't like to listen to or watch or read. You can unfollow them. It's mm -hmm. no big deal. I don't tolerate drama. I don't care. Yeah. I got enough yeah. of my own problems to worry about. <laughs> I certainly don't need to listen to someone else cry because their dog puked on the carpet <laughs> and the cat ate it. So now the cat's sick and shitting all over the couch. <laughs> so it is what you make of it. It's it's fun and I'm a I'm a bit of a guy and I got some friends too we're kind of instigators because we like to have a little bit of fun on Facebook mm -hmm. all my friends they'll post stuff back to me that a lot of people go oh that's ballsy that's gonna piss them up no we're just the same group of guys having a good time <laughs> it's no different than picking on each other in person and you want right. that you yep. need to you need to be able to have a little Ball fun with life. Nonstop. <laughs> right Facebook does allow that there is a good side of it so don't be afraid of Facebook. You know what? I will even help you set up a Facebook page. <laughs> Thanks for the brotherly help. <laughs> and while, not to cut off your, your train of thought there, as we're you know asking people to help everybody out and, and to help me out on the next step, very much appreciated. That being said, if there's anybody out there that's looking to get into trucking, being even though I'm you know KJT, I'm kind of closing it out. Come to me and ask, and I've, I'll have the answers. And if I can't do it, I do know somebody that can answer a certain question, legal, mechanical, you know, so on and so forth. So my help is is here as well. Yeah, I mean, the help goes both ways. That's mm -hmm. really what this podcast is for. We're going to have some fun. We're going to get to know a lot of really cool people. We're going to hear some cool stories. Um, you know, I'll be looking... I'm looking for people. If, if you're a small business, you're in the 218 area code, I want to talk to the owner. I don't want to talk to, I mean, the guy that takes out the garbage is every bit as important. Mm -hmm. Exactly. But I want to talk to the owner because I want the behind the scenes information. Yeah. And typically they want to share it. So, so yeah, so we need to get Kid Trucker on the map. <laughs> like what I did there. We need to get Kid <laughs> Trucker on the map. And, you know, I am certainly no Facebook expert. I'm always looking for advice. Um, I actually had to go to, <clears throat> excuse me, I had to go to Houston, Texas to find a kid that um, is set up. And this was a connection through everybody trying to help each other. Mm -hmm. Is I, I made this connection and I have this kid out of uh, Houston, Texas that's doing Facebook ads for me and helping me out that way. So, 
We get you a Facebook page. We can get Billy is his name. We'll get him selling these things for you. I'm sure he would do it. And that's, so. that's neat how this networking kind of works out. Uh, yeah. I met somebody in California. Very nice guy. Uh, just started his own uh, trucking company and brokerage company. And me, little old Keith out of Brainerd, Minnesota, helped this big shot in California get his company going. And he's forever grateful. You know, so it goes along with that, what we said before, if everybody helps everybody, everybody wins. Right. I've heard, so I'm a huge podcast listener. I listen to him all the time. Um, the best, one of the best sayings is it's only lonely at the top if you didn't help anybody get there. Right. I mean, <laughs> you, you listen to that and you kind of go, well, damn, that makes sense. I like that. And you get into competitions with each other. You know, who's doing this? Who's yeah. thinking of that? Who's, who's moving the, the needle? Right. And competition is good. We've mm -hmm. always, I mean, we've been very fortunate. We've got probably one of the best mentors in the world that raised us as children. Yeah. Um, another super great mentor was his father, our grandfather, mm -hmm. um, our dads, our uncles. We've, I mean, we've been mentored by some pretty cool people. We've and been fortunate. Every one of, every one of them will tell you competition is good. Um, you know, in this space where everybody's trying to grow everybody, we're all just trying to make each other better. Mm -hmm. So that's what we want to do. That's what we're, that's what the whole work in two on eight podcast is for. So, um, that's, you know, the Facebook thing, you know what, by the time this airs, you, your face, your, uh, your website will be up and running and, going. and you'll have a kid trucker Facebook page. Yes. So, uh, we'll leave it to be determined if there's a Keith Johnson Facebook page, but, uh, the kid trucker page, give us the email address that you're using for kid trucker. Cause that's how you're going to find the kid trucker Facebook page. Cause we don't have it named simple yet. and basic kid trucker.com. Is it just kid trucker? Or is it kid dash trucker.com kid trucker.com just K I D T R U C K E R.com kid trucker. Dot com. What's the email address? That's the question. That is the so kid gave dash the, trucker. He gave us the mail. website. So, <laughs> and that, that shows you how old, <laughs> old school. I'm still on Hotmail. <laughs> kid dash trucker at Hotmail.com. And thank you, everybody. This is this is awesome. Very this much is, appreciated. This is good. So, so we'll have the Facebook page up and running. The website, he gave us that first address, kidtrucker.com, will be up and running. Check these things out. You know what? It's it may be early in the year, but Christmas will be here before you know it. And yes, I'm that guy that goes Christmas shopping already. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll get this wrapped up. We got uh, some uh, a few pieces of pretty good advice that I think that you gave um, that hopefully the listeners caught. The um, you know the the one thing you said I believe during the KJT portion of the podcast was slow is smooth. Smooth is fast. So if you're starting out, take your time. Don't be patient. Keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. But uh, make sure you're dotting the I's and crossing the T's, exactly. right? Exactly. Yep. Yep. And then the seven P's. I have to say this might be one of the first times I've <laughs> ever heard that. For, for sure. The I, I don't know if I've heard it before. Actually. Proper prior planning prevents piss poor performance. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and one thing you you mentioned that I don't know that you realize, I know you realize this because of who you are and how we've been raised. But one thing you did is you befriended the people in charge of shipping. Mm -hmm. That's not 
there's nothing unethical about that. No. You want to be friends with the people you're working with, and the people you're working with want to work with their friends. They do. They do. And when major problems happen, then everybody knows that everybody's being honest and upfront about everything. And it's just so much easier to work through little hiccups. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, you build those relationships. Um, you know, don't be afraid of building relationships. Hopefully through this podcast, I can build some pretty solid relationships with everybody. And oftentimes when, when they come down here to record an episode, Keith, they're going to get to meet you. My mm-hmm. very first guest. Thank you for stumbling through this with me, helping me learn this equipment. <laughs> this was fun. Yeah, it's a good time. So I'm, I'm looking forward to doing these. These are going to be a lot of fun. To those of you listening, thank you for listening. This has been episode two of the Work in 2 a podcast. Contact me if you would like to be on the show um, or if you have suggestions of people I could have on the show. I am looking for anybody that would like to do this because this is going to be really fun. Um, Workin 218 is on Facebook. There's a Workin 218 Facebook page that's already there. On Instagram, you can find us at Workin 218. Um, so the at Workin 218, all of it is Workin without the G. W O R K I N 218. So Workin 218, Instagram, Facebook, shoot me an email, Workin 218 at gmail.com. I am the real Craig J. You can find me at the real Craig J or at Wild Ass Craig. Reach out to me anywhere you want. I appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening. This has been a good time. We will be in touch. Looking forward to this. Thank you, Craig. Thanks, Keith.